everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We're talking spring into love and we're, we are previewing the spring into love movies, plus also a bunch of other rom-coms that are coming out. Uh, this is like the age of the rom-com. It's so exciting. It uh, is. Super yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Marissa is here. Hello everybody. Yeah. Yes, how have you I'm been happy to be back? <laughs> I'm oh. good. Busy. Always busy, always working. <laughs> did here. you have a good Christmas season? I did. Yeah. Um, I went home, visited nice. family, read books, ate a lot of unhealthy food as one <laughs> does, you know, just yeah. finishing off the craziness that was 2022. <laughs> yeah. So how about you? Well, uh, yeah, it was it was good. I uh I had a pretty relaxed Christmas holiday uh because I didn't end up traveling. I just, uh, cause the plane tickets were so expensive, uh, for that, for that time. So I just kind of waited and then I, I traveled in February and then in March. So I definitely made up for that, but, but yeah, it was just kind of a relaxing, fun, uh, holiday for me. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which um, I, I needed after watching all those Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I traveled during all that because when I was traveling, I had to move my plans up two days mm. because I was going to the Midwest and I was entering what was the bomb cyclone, what they were calling it. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, my flight was tech originally on a Friday and they're like, no, it's, we're going to be in the cyclone by Friday. So you need to get here even earlier. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I had wow. to move everything in two days it was insanity but i made it (laughs) the weather has just been crazy lately here i mean utah we've had the most snow i think that we have had in like 100 years or something like it's huge and we need it desperately we've been in a drought for a long time uh so much that great salt lake is is, we could we couldn't do the uh um our great salt lake of water swim this year because it's just so shallow uh, and uh, so hopefully all this snow will help that a little bit at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been wild. Yeah, Cal- California has been getting so much rain in the last three months, which is, you know, we were at an extreme drought yeah. level in October. And I think we're past that now. So <laughs> yeah. I think the reservoirs are finally full. Yeah. Yeah. I was there in February and there was all kinds of flash floods and oh my goodness, it was yeah. wild. <laughs> It's still happening, quite honestly. Yeah. This is like the first day it hasn't rained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and here we are talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have Spring Into Love and they have been like trying all these different names. They had Spring Fever, then Spring Fling, and now they have uh, Spring Into Love. Which one do you like best? Uh, Spring Into Love works. Spring Fling, sure. Spring Fling sounds like a dance. So, which is, you know, a a definitive amount of time and like one night. (laughs) uh, I don't know. I I think they could work with something a little bit more catchy. They they might need to workshop the title a little bit more. Yeah, I think I still like Spring Fever the best. Maybe that's just because it was my it was my first one that I covered. Um, I don't know. But Spring of Love is fine. Yeah, but maybe there's a, uh, uh, you know, bad connotation uh, yeah with the with fever <laughs> yeah maybe maybe. So, maybe maybe we don't want people to get sick <laughs> yeah so know. 
we already covered in our March preview, we covered this first one that we're going to talk about, but they are including it in spring, spring into love. So we're talking about it again. Uh, but it'll be interesting to hear what you think. Uh, this is going to be coming out this weekend. Uh, and it's a picture of her. This comes out on the 25th. Hallmark Channel has stars Rhiannon Fish and Tyler Hines, Donald Davenport, director and writer. And it's Beth becomes the subject of an award-winning magazine magazine's cover and goes on a quest to find the photographer who snapped her photo. So overall, like, what do you, what do you think about that, about that uh, synopsis? I mean, it's easy when, when you have like, a, it sounds like there's kind of like a mystery story going on. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta find someone or something, you know? So that, yeah. that always is a nice starting point. Uh, I have a, maybe it's just me being a professional videographer and photographer myself. Every time I see photographers, as you know a character yeah. and i'm like they don't know how to take a real photo that's not <laughs> how you hold a camera that's not the shutter speed you set it on you know so yeah i get really really snooty about that and i'm like mm, they have the fancy equipment but they don't know how to use it and then yeah. it doesn't translate well on the camera because you can clearly tell that like they're not properly trained so maybe well, that's they, just my nit- nitpicky they love aspect, photographers like, mm, all right yeah they, <laughs> they love i think it's like it's an easy career to have a character that gives them a reason that they're able to travel yeah I think that they if they want to make the character like a creative type then then it's like I think it's easier to kind of fake and fudge than like say being a painter or being a uh being a sculptor and they have done those occasionally those curves but uh it's like just easier to just have some photographs rather than like paintings or a whole statue or something like that yeah where they actually have to commission people to do the yeah <laughs> yeah but in this case it's the guy who's the photographer mm-hmm. not the female character um and i kind of agree with you i feel like from the synopsis it almost feels more uh movies and mysteries more of a drama than a in a rom-com even from the mm. the previews and the clips and everything. And I do feel like when I first heard that it was Rhiannon and Tyler, I was like, hmm, because they just have like really different energies. They, I, and then that can work. That can actually like opposites attract, you know, like really work. And Tyler, I think has a gift for finding chemistry with anybody that he's paired with. So I, I think it will probably be really good, but I wouldn't have natural naturally put them together as a pairing. I was thought, oh, mm. that's interesting because she's so bubbly and he's like a little bit more cynical, a little more edgy. So Very the two of them, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a strange combination, but that could make it really good. Okay. I I have to ask, are you personally a big Tyler Hines fan? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that he has been pretty good in all of his movies. Uh, I don't, like there's some that are better than others, but I think his performance is usually always pretty good. And I do think he has a gift for like finding chemistry with his co-stars, but, uh, but yeah, are you, are you not a, not a big fan? No, no. Sorry. I'm going to be okay. the, you, you can direct your hate mail to me. <laughs> I, I am the dissenter in this. I, I personally don't like him. Yeah. Uh, his, I mean him as a person, I'm sure is fine. Um, right. Uh, but like his roles, he's, 
too smug, too arrogant, mm. too cynical. I just, that's not attractive. For me, person that's not attractive, that is such a turnoff. And mm-hmm. I don't know why people find that sexy. It's not. Like, that's just toxic energy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would not want that in my male counterpart in any relationship. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see his roles, I'm like, ugh, another one. <laughs> well, another I'm, one. Yeah. So I, I'm not jumping at this one. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has like a little bit of that kind of bad boy energy. Uh, which you know, when I first interviewed him, this was before any of his movies aired. I thought this guy's not going to be a fit for Hallmark. I, I was, he was very nice and I had no problem. Like I was grateful for the interview and it was great, but I don't know. I just was like, oh, this is very different than anybody mm-hmm. that they've had before. Uh, but you know, obviously it really took off. And, and, uh, uh I think that, uh, for me, he's able to kind of balance that little bit of cynicism, a little bit of cockiness, uh, with, I think he's very like thoughtful, uh, about, uh, in his roles and his characters usually come off as kind of, uh, it's kind of thoughtful, I think. And, and, uh, and that he, even the way that he kisses in his movies are, is very like, he, you can tell that he's like thinking about it and and what uh what the other character needs if that makes sense I just there's like a thoughtfulness to his characters that I think makes his cynicism work for me okay but I can understand that I I I like I said when I first met when I first interviewed I thought oh this is he's not gonna be for everybody so I can understand that he's definitely you know it's like a phenomenon uh yeah I, I don't know it makes me question a lot of girls who are into that toxic energy but okay yeah yeah <laughs> maybe I can... he maybe he's just not my type yeah yeah and I think it's for me it's coupled with a sincerity and a um and a tenderness that I think makes it work but I can understand why it wouldn't work for everybody but, uh, but I, I did feel like this combination is a strange combination but like I said, sometimes opposite tracks can be really good. So it could work. Um, yeah. The story sounds a little bit boring, if I'm not going to lie. So, uh, it, and you always have to be careful in Hallmark. Uh, this kind of story where you're like searching for the picture and everything is very science of delivery to me. And mm-hmm. that's like the, in my opinion, the best thing that Hallmark's ever made. I really love science of delivered. And, uh, and so the, I think you have to be careful when you're writing these kinds of stories of like looking into a photo or a letter or a, you know, kind of a thing, but, uh, but we'll see. I will do flowers. One out of four flowers. flowers. (laughs) I'm going to give this two and a half flowers. Okay. What about you? (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll give it to you because it's Tyler, Uh, (laughs) but Hey, it it might surprise me and I could totally eat crow. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. really expecting much from this one. As we've said many times, these previews, they don't matter. We know nothing. Like <laughs> we like, know nothing. We've had many ones that we didn't think looked that great. And then they end up being amazing and vice versa. So it doesn't matter. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. 
You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Then on the first, we have Love in the Maldives. And this stars Jocelyn Houdin and Jake Manley, who I guess are a couple in real life. So that's fun. Oh, are they? Yeah. Are yeah. They? And director Colin Fay's writer, Juliana Wimbles, a travel writer goes to the Maldives and hears about a legendary shipwreck with the help of her underwater resorts guest experience expert. She might discover love instead of a buried treasure. <laughs> so what do you think about this one? Um, first of all, I'm for it because Maldives is my honeymoon vacation spot. It's gonna, it's like when I finally get married, I'm going to the Maldives, whether they like it or not. And my <laughs> my future husband has to, you know, be okay with that. And uh, yeah, so I was like, Maldives, you got me. I don't, I don't even need to know the story. I mean, you have, uh, you have adventure, you have swimming, gorgeous water, yeah. romance. What's not to love? I'm for it for it yeah stick anyone in the Maldives it's going to be a great film (laughs) uh yeah I I love the ocean in general so I'm a real sucker for beach and and uh and ocean settings Mm -hmm. and uh, the Maldives I think that would be beautiful and uh, it sounds fun I think this legendary shipwreck and the exploring and there's kind of like a mild adventure element to it and I hope they all have good chemistry We've seen it before that sometimes married couples actually don't have good chemistry, which is interesting because you'd think that they would, but I, I sometimes think that they, the comfort that they have with each other actually can translate weird on screen. Uh, it doesn't always, right. it, you know, it just, there's something about that awkwardness. I think about that, that, uh, a, that can actually, I think, lead to really good chemistry in these movies. But hopefully they will have good chemistry. And uh, yeah, it sounds fun to me. I mean, it it, it seems like a summer movie. That would be my only like nitpick. If it yeah. doesn't feel like a spring movie at all. Uh, so yeah, but I'd give this um, three flowers. Okay, yeah. I would, I would say like three, three and a half, mostly because of the location. So yeah. yeah. And you know, whenever they travel to an actual uh, on-spot location, you know, the, the production just seems to be a little higher. Yeah, yeah. Production yeah. value. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I have high hopes for this one. Yeah. Well, Higher then, hopes. <laughs> yeah, on the 8th, we have The Professional Bridesmaid. This stars Hunter King and Chandler Massey, director Peter Benson. When a professional bridesmaid books a high-profile wedding, she must keep her true identity a secret, not only from the wedding party, but also from the handsome reporter covering the event. And this is crazy because I, in looking up information about this movie, I realized that professional bridesmaids is an actual thing, which is crazy to me. Yeah. There's like all kinds of websites for people that you can hire somebody to be your bridesmaid for your wedding (laughs) all right well yeah i'll think about that for the future considering (laughs) i only have like two friends (laughs) so 
right. I'll be there Maybe for I, you. I need to fill in the gap of like the the other four people or something. Maybe right. even, I, I promise I I will come be your bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of uh all kinds of, if you look on yeah, inside the Who there's knew? articles inside the life of a professional bridesmaid. Uh there's like on today's show and New York Post, Daily Mail. It's crazy. I, That's I mean, amazing. Like, I wonder what, how much money that makes. <laughs> like, like why would you? Like, I just can't imagine why you would want somebody who doesn't know you to be at your at your wedding. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird to me. But uh, yeah, huh. I guess it is a bridesmaid for hire posts on Craigslist earns two. Earns twenty thousand dollars a month. What a month? What am I doing at work? <laughs> yeah. I just switch professions. Goodness gracious! Yeah, you, you know this, that's wow. That's mind blowing. Yeah, Brooklyn-based woman uh, that she has already been in more than one hundred twenty-five weddings this year. Uh, this is glance and her team do all the things any bridesmaid would do walking down the aisle, giving toasts, helping get people on the dance floor and running last minute errands. She charges $2,500 for her services, making more than $300,000 a year. Wow. Wild. I'm really. <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants to hire right me <laughs> to be their bridesmaid, I will do it for way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you got to set your standards high. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I would be I'm, like, I'm just like mind blown right now. Yeah. Huh. It's I'm really wild. like so, thinking about all my life choices. Yeah. <laughs> so they, now this movie, I mean, this was just screaming to make a Hallmark movie with this professional bridesmaid thing. And uh, Hunter King, charming Chandler Massey, who just got engaged this week. So congrats to Chandler. Uh, but mm-hmm. they seem like, they'll be great. They're both so uh, veterans, both of them. And I, 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 I like both of them a lot. And so I'm hoping that I think the chemistry will be really good. Peter Benson's now like a, practically a veteran at this point. He's done so many directing so many movies. Uh, and, uh, and he, he's had a pretty good track record, I would say. And so, yeah, I'm pretty high in this. Uh, I think it, it will be fun. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give this what about you yeah i mean when i first read the premise it kind of reminded me of that 27 dresses movie yeah yeah Catherine heigl i mean she's not a professional bridesmaid but at this point she might as well be yeah she was Um, missing out on charging i know goodness i mean she needs to up her rates a little bit uh but it it, for some i think that's like really my only references to be like yeah. a bridesmaid over and over and over again. So maybe if it's anything charming like that movie, then I have high hopes for it. So yeah, I'll say like 3.52. Well, and that's the only movie where uh, where James Marsden gets the girl. <laughs> I know, poor James. <laughs> yeah, He's so charming in and of himself. And yeah. like, he always gets the- The notebook. The short end of the The stick. X-Men movies. Like, I know. <laughs> but he never gets the girl. Uh, I mean, he got- so he, funny. I, I Not to get like too uh, digressive here. It, it's just like, I, I was re-watching episodes of Ally McBeal with when James Marsden was on it. I was uh-huh. like, oh, he was so charming in that too. And he doesn't yeah. get the girl either. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I mean, it. in Enchanted, he got a girl. 
but it wasn't mm. the girl, the lead girl. I mean, when you get yeah. Idina Menzel, I think that's a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it uh, might not be who you started off with, but that's still a win. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is called The Wedding Cottage, and this is on the 15th. And we are going to, because they're bringing back for, uh, for June, it's not uh, June Brides, but for Summer Nights in June, it's all going to be Bride-a-Palooza, like all wedding movies in June. So we're getting lots of wedding movies this year for Walmart. And we had it's the okay. Wedding Veil movies too. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. So many. Yeah, <laughs> so, so many. many. Movies. Um, but this like, is the wedding right. cottage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And on the 15th, Aaron Krakow and Brendan Penny, uh, director Terry Ingram, a wedding guide creator must convince an uninspired artist and owner of a special wedding cottage to renovate the rundown cottage to host a contest winning couple for their dream wedding. Yeah. So it's like, like, it sounds like it's going to be more about renovating this cottage more than actual, like a wedding movie. Yeah. You know, more than um, the actual couple. Yeah. And the only thing I was a little bit disappointing is because Brendan Penny in his Christmas movie, he had, he was, we, we joked that they put him through the nerdifier machine because he had glasses and he was kind of this <laughs> nerdy teacher and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no glasses in this one. So that's disappointing. <laughs> wait, so wait, what, what was their stance on it? Glasses sexy or not? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hot oh, yeah, nerd. Sure. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really worked for him and for his character uh, for that movie in Mary Measure, which was really good last year. Um, this one, uh, yeah, he's not going to be the nerd because he can sometimes for me be a little bit smug. I kind of feel a little bit the same that you feel about Tyler, about him or Brendan Penny. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't like some of his films and that he can't be good. Uh, and so hopefully it will, I, I actually feel like in the behind the scenes and stuff, the clips, it feels like that Aaron and him will have pretty good chemistry. So it's like, certainly seems like they're having a blast making the movie. So, you know, that's good. (laughs) Oh yeah. I saw a lot of those photos too. I mean, it looks fun. It's a nice marriage so to speak pun intended um of Chesapeake Shores and when when calls the heart like we finally kind of get that you know crashing of two worlds that we've always kind of wanted a little Mm -hmm. bit so it'll nice it's nice to see both of those two like the worlds colliding in a good way uh Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to it because obviously we like um love Aaron love Brendan and you know Chesapeake Shores so I think I think it's an interesting pairing. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how it actually plays out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll give this one a three in my preview. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. say three point five only because we know the star power that each of them have already. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be good. Yeah. All right. So then we have a pinch of Portugal. This stars Heather Hemmings and Luke Mitchell. And it's when a celebrity chef walks off his show, prep cook Anna must step into the spotlight and make the show her own with the help of her Aussie cameraman and Portuguese location scout. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I wonder how much of Portugal will actually get to see in this movie, because it sounds like it's going to be a lot in this studio in this shooting the show. Uh, but uh, but Heather Hammonds, I love her. She's great. Uh, so on that alone, 
I'm definitely going to be, you know, looking forward to it. Sometimes these location movies can be a little bit uh, underwhelming because they like lean too much on mm-hmm. the location and 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 not enough on the story, and uh, and it can not be that great. Uh, but hopefully, with this talent, that they'll be, it'll be good. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, um, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, okay, cooking. It's a cooking movie. <laughs> um, I'm not, as you all know, I'm not a cook. Uh, you won't find me dead in the kitchen. So I was like, all right. <laughs> it, hopefully that we'll get some, maybe some of the Portugal culture aspect when it comes to the cooking. Uh, when it came yeah. to the story, just reading that some the star walks off of the show and then like some no no face has to pick it up. I was like, Oh, real shows don't work like that because yeah. EPs wouldn't let the camera still roll and let someone <laughs> random right. take over. So I was like, but I'm more interested. Well, and there's like contracts the meta- and stuff. So you exactly. can't just like leave. I'm more interested in the meta-ness of just the filmmaking production aspect. I was like, I just want to see the drama behind the scenes of how yeah. that actually goes down. So I'm yeah, and I kind of for that. I l- I like that they are letting him keep his uh, Aussie accent, uh, this Aussie cameraman, because mm-hmm. uh, I mean they wouldn't need to because if it's in Portugal, I don't know. That I kind of like that. That's nice, um, and it should be pretty dreamy. What kind of Australian <laughs> accent? I mean, uh, I like it. Yeah. So what we? So what would you give it? I would say for the different aspects of this film story location um cooking i guess uh individually i think there's a lot of potential so i'm gonna say three yeah i agree okay last one for spring into love is hearts in the game and this uh is uh, on the 29th of april and stars aaron cahill mark grazini and it's a New York City publicist helps a major league baseball pitcher find his way back to the game and to her heart. <laughs> we don't have a trailer or really know a whole lot about this, but I do feel like that's a pretty good pairing, Aaron Cahill and Mark Gazzini. I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I really like Aaron Cahill. I think she has, like you said um, about Tyler, that uh, that I think she is another actress who can find chemistry with a lot of her coworkers, uh-huh. whether they be other females or, or males, you know, cause she has, we've seen her in films with other females too. Um, lots of mm-hmm. females. And I yeah. think she just has like a very likable, charming personality that she can get along with everybody. Um, so I'm excited just to see. Yeah. Her. And, uh, and it kind of reminds me of just right. Have you ever seen that movie? Just right with Queen Latifah. In common yes. yeah yes. where basketball. she's like she's helping yeah the basketball player get back mm-hmm. into things and kind of it could be a similar vibe right i i did enjoy just right i remember because i am an nba fan i uh-huh. can talk your ear off of nba you might not think it but like my profile literally says nba enthusiast that's a whole mm-hmm. other story um <laughs> But watching just right, I was like, the commentators don't speak like that. Come on. Do you really watch NBA? Because I do. Um, well, yeah, they but had, I, did, I did love that film. <laughs> they had to work so hard to make Common look like he was as tall as the, like the way that they had to, sh- to structure <laughs> everything. Really yeah, that he wouldn't look like a tiny person, but they did a good job. <laughs> right. And like knee knee problems, uh, like an actual knee injury, you'd be, you're out for the rest of the season. You do not yeah. bounce back in three months. Sorry, yeah. that's not realistic yeah. either, but 
Yeah. I do. But love it NBA, works. Though. And I think it's honestly underrated. Like I don't. Yeah. It's a great film. Like, yeah. It's really good. So yeah, for this one, I think I will also give this a three, but, uh, I am definitely looking forward to it. So I look forward when we have a trailer and everything review. Yeah. I would say solid three and a half. I like Aaron yeah. Cahill. I've worked with publicists. I know what it like the hard work it takes to make someone else look and sound good. The whole you know, uh-huh. Hollywood aspect of publicity. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I'm just excited for that. It, yeah. it sounds like a really good story. Yeah. Going over to Movies and Mysteries. And we actually have a movie on Easter Sunday called The Blessing Bracelet. And this stars Amanda Shul and Carla Marks. And it's as the Easter holiday approaches, a woman rediscovers a blessing bracelet that helps restore her faith and renew her belief in love. And this is a day spring movie. And last Christmas, they had a day spring movie with Nikki DeLoach and Brennan Elliott that was actually pretty good. Uh, they they were very like, they weren't preachy as far as the religion. Uh, I was just telling the story of these grieving people and how they were dealing yeah. with it and it was well done gift of peace i think is what it was called yeah um, i really so, like that one yeah yeah so that makes me kind of more excited for continuing day spring movies because they started it out so strong and i kind of love the fact that they did it because you have these people that have left hallmark that are claiming to be the more spiritual the more you know whatever and so I kind of loved the fact that they were like, nope, we can make a faith-based film too and make it better. Than all <laughs> <laughs> better so that was, that was or... good. It was definitely, in my opinion, way better than Candace's movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even I, bother watching. Yeah, Candace's it was movie. not good. So I, I think they did make it much better than, um, than the other network. <laughs> but yeah. that is my opinion. Uh, so, but it made me excited for this day spring movie because again, you start off on such a good note. Uh, then I'll look forward to this. Um, I have to admit that Amanda Shul is one of those people that I feel like I should love her movies. She seems like such a good fit. Maggie Lawson is another one. Seems like such a good fit for Hallmark, but mm-hmm. just the movies just aren't doing it for me. I have not r- enjoyed really any of Amanda Shul's Hallmark movies. Um, so that makes me a little resistant. I don't know. It's just not on my wavelength, I guess. Uh, is it the story or is it the performance mostly the story um but but yeah I don't know she just I I guess we're on a different wavelength as far as the projects she picks or or whatever I don't know um so that makes me a little nervous but I do love Carla Marx he's great and it sounds sweet enough to me I don't know what do you think yeah, I like it. I mean, I grew up Catholic, so I definitely know the religious aspect <laughs> of it. So uh, it just kind of, when I saw the bracelet at first, and maybe this is just my terrible ADD mind that I was like, is that a fidget toy? Oh, <laughs> and then, yeah. oh no, wait, there's a religious aspect to this bracelet. Sorry. Um, so I was like, could yeah, be both. <laughs> could, yeah, I mean, it totally, I would turn it into a fidget toy, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I like it because, you know, I grew up with actual prayer bracelets, rosaries, you know, so I I do know having that religious item that keeps you grounded and within Mm -hmm. your faith. So I I think it, that's a really good foundation to start with, um, with the story. So, yeah. 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 We had in our faith, we had what are called CTR rings and it's choose the right is what it stands for. So when you like it to be a certain age, you get a CTR ring. 
that's kind of our jewelry, I guess. Mm. Yeah. When I was in high school, my, uh, my particular high school, I had, it, it was an actual Abbey. So a lot of my teachers were actual monks, um, mm-hmm. like literally brothers and priests and, and pastors. It was crazy. And, uh, one of my teachers, he used to make, uh, these prayer bracelets, but it was made from like a specific seed of some type of flower. That's like oh, really yeah. only prevalent in Illinois. And, uh, you, he, he has made thousands hundreds of thousands and uh we'll like we would always get one and you would wear it um until it like it wore out and like fell off or if someone asks about it you're supposed to the rule is you're supposed to give it to that person um so yeah uh, it's a religious that's cool yeah well and this is definitely there's no question in my mind this is gonna be better than the easter movie they made a couple of years ago oh that was so bad he was like an undercover boss, like chocolate Easter egg factory thing. And it was, it was terrible. Uh, so this <laughs> would definitely be better than that, <laughs> but, okay. um, but I don't know. I'm going to give it two and a half. Yeah. I I'd say two and a half, three more leaning towards three. Cause I think there's a, there's a potentially good story there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then next we have spring breakthrough and this is our mahogany movie for April. And uh, this on the 30th movies, mysteries, Keisha Sharp, Demetrius Gross, and it's a single mother surprised by her daughter's recent engagement travels to the Gulf shores where she finds love unexpectedly. So this sounds kind of like a Stella Goddard group back kind of a, a story a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I quite honestly, I never saw that movie. Oh, yeah. and like, I've, I've definitely heard about it's it. It's pretty, that's... it's pretty steamy. Yeah, so. I, I know. I think that's probably what I think my mom was like, nah, she's not gonna watch that one. And I just grew yeah. past that age where I wanted to watch it. Um, uh, I, I think I was doing more research on it. it uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the one directed by like the same guy who was also in Forrest Gump? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, the story takes place in Alabama and my mind was just like, you should go home to Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. how my mind works, but I'm like, yeah. I, I'm excited. It looks good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, most of the mahogany movies have been really good. Uh, yeah, they, this last one wasn't as good, um, but it wasn't terrible. It, so they, they've had a pretty good streak of mahogany movies. Um, and, uh, so yeah, this sounds like it will be a, a fun story and, you know, I love the ocean. So can go into the Gulf shores. That'll be, I'll, that'll be fun. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm going to give this a three. Okay. Do we have any stories? Uh, has there been any recent stories that take place in Alabama? How's like, I can't really um, think of, I can't, any. I think of several in Louisiana right um i can think of some in georgia i don't know if i can think of atlanta of of alabama Hmm. well yeah for that i'm excited it's so funny because i was like all right alabama never been there personally my boss is actually from alabama but i was like yeah that it's just like a state that you don't really sorry alabama you don't really think about a lot so or (laughs) it's not really highlighted a lot in hallmark so i'm well maybe they don't Maybe they don't give the tax write-offs that Georgia and uh, Louisiana do, because yeah. that's why a lot the reason why a lot of movies are filmed there. 
I mean, Atlanta is like tax break. the next Hollywood yeah. in, <laughs> when it comes is. to America. Yeah. So, true. yeah. Um, no, it, I mean, the Mahogany movies, like, you got to give it to them. They're, for the most part, they're pretty solid. So, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, what would you give it? So, uh, yeah, I would say three. Three. Okay. All right. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. A brighter future awaits if she can escape the shadows of the past. In After the Shadows by Amanda Cabot, the first book in the Secrets of Sweetwater Crossing series, a young widow returns to her hometown in Texas Hill Country, never dreaming that the new school teacher holds the key both to the mystery surrounding her father's death and to her heart. Library Journal says her sensitivity and realistic portrayal of characters often on the margins of history really shine in this new historical series. Check out After the Shadows today at bakerbookhouse.com and get 30% off and free U.S. shipping. That's 30% off and free U.S. shipping at bakerbookhouse.com or you can use our affiliate link in the description. So that's all the Hallmark movies. Now we're going to move on to the other networks and uh, films rom-coms we have on disney channel this is on the 30th we have prom pact and this stars peyton elizabeth lee and blake draper director anya adams and writer anthony lombardo and it follows the main character a feminist who doesn't believe in the idea of falling in love especially in a heteronormative love but then she falls and there's undeniable chemistry what it says and so they make this kind of like (laughs) prom pact that they'll they will go to each other because they don't believe in prom or something like that um Mm -hmm. i don't know what you you saw the trailer what'd you think i did see the trailer i mean it looks cute it definitely looks like a teen movie where she finds out that she's been in love with her best friend all along (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know um those typical uh um tropes when it comes to teen movies but it had a lot of references to the the older 80s movies that we love you know breakfast club risky business so uh, they're definitely like taking it back to those rom-coms which you know we love it looks cute i'm Mm -hmm. for it um yeah what do you yeah do you like progressive do you like decoms in general are you a fan? I do. I yeah. I do. I I mean, I liked decoms when I was a teenager, preteen. Um, I stopped watching probably around t- two thousand five. So, <laughs> I I mean, I kind of grew past that generation. But when I am a your typical millennial of decoms, so yeah, toothless yeah. and all that were, were my favorite toothless, horse mm-hmm. xenon, horse yeah. sense. You know, like th- that was my generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, this this looks like. A typical teen movie i'm for it it looks cute there's old references in it and i don't know i personally never went to prom so i every time i watch a prom movie i i kind of watch it more so to i was like is this what everybody's prom is like i don't know mm-hmm. we'll see it's like yeah, i watch I, it for the lack of what i had in my life it also has milo Mannheim in it uh who was in like zombies movies and and this is a better just summary than the one i read it says it is the height of prom season, but high school senior Mandy Yang has her sights set on a singular goal attending Harvard. When she finds out she has been deferred, she is determined to do whatever she can to get herself on the wait list, off the wait list, even if that means asking the one person who represents everything she abhors, all-star jock Graham Lansing, whose father is a powerful senator and Harvard alum. So there we go. And Blake yeah, Draper plays Graham, yeah, Graham Lansing. 
And uh, I do like the decoms. I, I, I think that they're kind of overhated. I, it, it's, it's so weird to me. There's all these uh, people on YouTube and stuff like that do just hate pieces on decoms. And I'm like, they're not made for you. They're made for right. you know, teenagers to just have fun. And I, I enjoy most of the Kenny Ortega kind of style ones, like the, um, the high, school high school musical, musical. descendants, um, mm-hmm. uh, zombies, I think are fun. I, I, yeah. I enjoy them. I so. went back to decoms because of Kenny Ortega. Like I mm-hmm. stopped watching Disney around 2003 yeah. when high school musical blew up. I went back to watch it and like, yeah. and then I watched the descendants and I actually threw a descendants viewing party when oh, the really? first descendants came out. Yeah, no, I went all out and I, and like, I'm such an intro- introvert. I do not throw parties. So for me <laughs> to throw a viewing party for the first descendants is a big deal. Did you see um, the yeah, images so. of the um, new Descendants movie with um, Brandy and um, Pablo? No. Oh, it's <laughs> no, so, I've yeah, just I'll been... send you the link. Yeah, because yeah. they're obviously oh. they were in that, you know, that 90s mm-hmm. Cinderella movie together. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're coming back into this new Descendants movie. And so I'm, I'm hyped. I'm excited. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Sure. Um, so I would give this movie, uh, I preview it. I'd give it a three. I think it looked fun. Yeah. I'm going to give it a solid 3.5 because if they're going to have references to, you know, brush the club and risky business, I mean, they're going to tug at our nostalgia heartstrings. So Mm -hmm. it has a lot of potential. I'm, I'm going to give it a higher 3.5. Yeah. And it will be on Disney plus, I think on the fifth, I think is what I said. Uh, so it's, it's on Disney channel on the 30th and then we'll be on Disney plus. Uh, okay. So then we have Rye lane. Uh, and this is, uh, on the 31st coming to Hulu, David Johnson and Vivian Opara, uh, director rain, Alan Miller and Nathan Byron, Tom Melia writers. It's Two youngsters reeling from bad breakups who connect over an eventful day in South London. So this premiered at Sundance and I didn't get to see it, but I just actually got a screener. And so I have seen this uh, and I think youngsters is a little strong. I mean, they're, they're like, oh, they're adults. Millennials. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, but uh, but uh, the, the two, it is about these these two people, they have a meet cute and they end up basically spending the whole day together and they've both been through breakups. And uh, I think that they are super charming and I definitely would recommend it. Uh, and it has a lot of like fun cameos and, and, uh, and the dialogue is, can be, can be good between the two of them. Some of the humor just is not for me. Um, it's a little, um, vulgar. I don't know. Like I just didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that funny. Some of these things that end up happening to them. Um, but I, I still would definitely recommend it. It was, it, it was, uh, because of their chemistry and this couple, I, I really enjoyed what did you, you saw a trailer? What'd you think? Um, it looked cute. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to ask you cause you have seen it now. Um, is the entire film with, it has that look of the fish eye distorted lens. Yeah most oh. of it yeah it definitely has a very like indie very oh, that you know <laughs> that hurts honestly yeah. i couldn't i had then a hard the time just watching the very trailer harsh. like yeah. i yeah and like a high saturation why why would you do that to your film i had a hard time watching 
the favorite because of the fish uh, islands look yeah. and it's just like we do not see the world like that i get we i get it's a creative choice it's like it's a specific look for your film but come mm-hmm. on you're like if you're gonna just dis- distract your viewers with a look you've got to have a good story good mm-hmm. performance and actors um if you're visually going to mess up your movie like that so yeah i think they're trying to make it like visually unique you know for something like sundance you know to because people just dismiss you know rom-coms so you got to like make it kind of edgy in some way and i think that was what they were t- probably trying to do but yeah the lighting is very harsh throughout the movie uh, but I did really like the two leads. They were very charming together. And by the end, you're really happy that they get together. Um, so I think it does work. I I mean, everybody on like Letterboxd and reviews and stuff, is, everybody was just like in love with this movie. So I'm definitely not, okay. I'm not with them. I'm not that high on it, but I, I, I would recommend it. I'd go fresh on it because of the leads because it had enough charming kind of, in it but i agree the the look is kind of uh exhausting yeah and like and that's maybe again as a as a filmmaker myself that is just visual visually jaunting um and that 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 is enough to take me as a viewer out of the film and as a filmmaker you don't want that you want to keep your audience engaged so i don't know the the story's got to be there it looked cute they they looked like they have chemistry but on the whole (laughs) breakups yes we've all been there um (laughs) yeah but it's like you can't restore romance in a day so hopefully (laughs) their their charm uh in the romance together is enough for them to restore their faith in humanity and romance so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah 98 percent on rotten tomatoes 63 wow. critics yeah 60 only one only one rotten <laughs> but right. anyway yeah right. so i think people should give it a shot something new something different uh try something uh something new and different <laughs> okay um okay so then we have on the 12th we have beautiful disaster this is in theaters it stars dylan sprouse and virginia gardner director roger cumble writer roger cumble jamie mcguire college freshman abby tries to distance herself from her dark past while resisting her attraction to bad boy travis (laughs) we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. What do you think of this? All right, first of all, I'm not sold on the title, uh, <laughs> but I was sold on everything else. Um, <laughs> there were Rocky references. I mean, I have a Rocky poster right there. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I am a martial artist myself. So the whole fighting, sparring, got it. There was comedy, humor, dialogue for it. If this movie mm-hmm. finally makes Dylan Sprouse hotter than his brother Cole, <laughs> I'm for it. There's sex, I'm for it. I yeah. mean, like, this looks like an awesome film. I am definitely watching this one. Yeah. He definitely looks very handsome i mean he's like cool. a youngin so like like cool i mean i'm not sold on the tattoos but damn, yeah i saw him i saw him <laughs> yeah. i'm like all right dylan and it mm-hmm. pretty much i'm looking at you it pretty much looked like virginia's role is to be like mouth agape like what is this person <laughs> like i mean she's just like standing there in almost every scene in the trailer like what whoa i don't i don't blame her i don't blame, I don't blame her either um, I think this movie will be very stupid, but I think it will yeah, be entertaining. For sure. But we <laughs> I am so for this ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would give this a 2.5. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm gonna yeah. give a higher 3.5. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So and it's by the same people who did the after movie. So people I've never seen any of those. Oh, but uh, if people are a fan, then they might be like Christine. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty steamy. Yeah, so if anything is like that, yeah, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we have Ghosted. This is on Apple on the 21st and stars Chris Evans and Ana de Armas and uh, director Dexter Fletcher. Cole falls hard head, oh, sorry, Cole falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent before they can decide on a second date. And Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. So what do you think about this? I mean, I love it. They had me at the 500 mile song that first started playing at that first beat in, in the trailer. Like, yes, great. Let's go. Um, She's a CIA agent and she knows how to fight martial arts. Again, I'm a martial artist. Uh, Yeah. I'm for it. And, and it's nice with the whole role reversal because we're, we've had, like a decade plus of chris evans being a marvel superhero mm-hmm. and now that yeah. he's like the the genuine regular guy like i don't know what's happening like yeah that's always fun to watch so um i am like they seem like they have fun chemistry yeah so it, it looks awesome I'm it kind of so reminds me of night and day have you ever seen that with, with yes. tom cruise i think that is and way Cameron underrated Diaz. yeah so underrated i keep movie. telling people to watch that that um yeah, I made so many people watch that film. That's a yeah. great movie. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward. I think I haven't given a four all show yet. I think I will give this a four. I there what is not to look forward to it? Like Same. I mean, great stars. You know, at least they're gonna be everybody's gonna be beautiful <laughs> to watch. Yes. And the story sounds super fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll like you give it a four. I'll give it a four point five. I have high, high <laughs> yeah. expectations for this one. This high. looked fun the entire way through because even watching the trailer, they had me in the first minute, and then when we switch, and she's like, "She's a CIA agent," like it even like opted for me, and I'm like, "All right, what could go wrong with this film?" Yeah, I like yeah. no, it. It has everything for me. Yeah, I'm for it. All right. So then we have a tourist guide to love and that we don't have a trailer for this, which I think is strange. Uh, but it's the 27th of April, Rachel Lee, Lee Cook, Scott Lai and Ben Feldman, director Stephen K. Tushita and writer Irene Donahue, who we've actually had on our show. 
Uh, she's she's a really good writer and it's an executive goes through an unexpected breakup then accepting an assignment to go undercover and learn about the tourist industry in Vietnam Uh, so yeah I mean that that description doesn't sound all that romantic but it's a tourist guide to love Uh, so and I like Rachel Lee Cook and she doesn't have that many misses Um, so just on her and the writer alone I would give it um like i'm gonna give it a three but it's hard to know without like the trailer uh what do you think right i put in my notes i was like i can't tell just based on photos we had rachel she's great um vietnam i've never been there i don't know what the country looks like so is it romantic uh mm-hmm. i don't know um i can't tell if that's i don't really hear people saying oh i'm going to vietnam for the location yeah. you know so like i was like is that it does that place give off romantic vibes i don't i honestly don't know because i've never been there so yeah. um i was like uh, out of all the places in the world all right we're going to vietnam uh well, it's just the way that know. the summary is it makes it sound more like a like a mystery almost or something like yeah. not because they don't mention romance anywhere in the summary but i would think a movie called a tourist guide to love would be a romance so yeah I guess. I guess we'll see. I don't but, know. Um, Irene I, it's, Donahue, it's hard to tell. she has a really good track record. She did a movie called A Sugar and Spice Holiday for Lifetime, which was really good. Very funny. Um, and then last year, she had two movies that were both good for Lifetime. One, The 12 Days of Christmas Eve with Kelsey Grammer, that was actually very clever and funny and enjoyable. And then A Christmas Spark, which was the movie with uh, Joe Lando and Jane Seymour. It was the Dr. Quinn reunion. Uh, that was, that was also really cute and well done. So she, she has my confidence. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Well, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I can't tell based on the photos. Yeah. I'd say like two and a half to three. Yeah. It is weird that they wouldn't have a, uh, we're almost at a month to it that they would not have a trailer for this. Yeah. This is strange. So that's a little. All right. Last one is called One True Loves. And this is on the seventh. This is in theaters. And it's Philippa Sue, Simu Lee, and Luke Bracey. Director Andy Fickman and writers Taylor Jenkins Reed and Alex Reed. And a woman is unexpectedly forced to choose between the husband she has long thought dead and the fiance who has finally brought her back to life. So <laughs> this movie it, does, it looks very soapy, very yeah. like like a soap opera plot that you would see of the 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 husband coming back from the dead, basically, uh, mm-hmm. when she's engaged to this this other person. That doesn't mean that it's bad. I mean, I like some soapy, dishy, you know, plots sometimes. And I really I like this all. cast, <laughs> all three of them. I I mean Luke Bracey is one of the most handsome dream, people I've ever seen boat. in my life. Dream boat. Um, yeah, I agree. I was like, I all three you. of them for it. Um, I mean, we do love the dramatic love triangle, but also the second chance loves. You got to have that aspect in there too. Yeah. And I mean, you got to like Taylor Jenkins, really, she's on a whirlwind right now. She, she's definitely in the zeitgeist because uh, the Seven Wises, Evelyn Hughes and Daisy Jones and the Six is on Amazon right now. Are you watching it? It's great. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I read the book. So, yeah. So like, she's definitely in the zeitgeist right now. I, mm-hmm. if it's anything story-wise, her stories are fantastic. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm looking forward to this one. 
Yeah. So what do you give it? Uh, so three, three and a half. Yeah. Same. I give it three. So there we go. That's the preview. Lots of fun stuff coming up in April. Uh, so let us know what you would give, uh, how many flowers you would give these various films. And if there's other stuff that maybe we didn't cover because there's just so much right now, let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And thanks so much for doing this with me, Marissa. And where can people follow you on socials and all that fun stuff? Yeah, absolutely. It's always fun talking movies with you, Rachel. Thank <laughs> you for asking me every single time. Um, everyone can follow me at Serafini TV. Direct all your hate comments about <laughs> me disliking Tyler Hines right to me. I'm not going to read them. But yeah, that's where you can follow me. <laughs> yeah. Different opinions, different strokes <laughs> yeah. for different folks, folks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure that you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod, Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on and watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which evidently a lot of people don't know about, but it's I think one of the biggest bang for your bucks of any other Patreon, Patreon group I've seen. You get monthly patron watch alongs where you get to interact with the stars. You have uh, chances to be on the podcast for different tiers, weekly exclusive reviews, lots of other fun stuff. So please take a look at the Patreon. It really helps us a lot. And it's just a couple dollars a month to join. And then we have the merch store where you can get lots of fun homework inspired designs. So please take a look at that. And uh, thanks again and uh, happy spring, everybody. Bye.